right, and we are live. We are back for another mad awesome show on this fine Monday. It's probably the best part of my Monday, which I guess isn't super hard. How are you doing, Tilo? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm right there with you. Best part of the Monday for sure. All right, and now how's how's been this this week? Now it looks like we've got the the new GAC system is already up and running, which is pretty nice. There was a little bit of panic there for a second when we thought the relock button would only go once. Uh, have you have you had a chance to see that yet? I, I haven't. I don't even want to touch it because don't be CG. I was a little scared. I'm like, I'm gonna do all my mods first, then I'm gonna do it, and then I'm gonna play around. But but no it, trust. <laughs> it looks to be uh, I, uh, as far as we can tell, it looks to be working just fine. The I guess the moment of truth will be when you actually get in there. Like let's say you saved your roster five times and it picks like the third or second one. Like that we don't know. Uh, I would assume it works, but. Like you said, maybe with CG, you can only be so careful. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I'm, I'm treating it like it's the old system. I'm not going to roll that dicey just yet. <laughs> I got to figure out what I want to do. And maybe, maybe we can talk about this as an opening. But on, on my server, I think you know this, I have a, a weekly Discord ping that I send out for everyone to join GAC. That seems kind of useless now. And I'm trying to think if I turn that into something else of like an update your roster type of deal, or if I just delete it entirely. Like, what do you what do you think? Do you think that's at use at all? Do you think people will want that? I could just ask them, but what are your thoughts, Tilo? You know what? There's still going to be people like me that just either would just wait to the end. I, like me, I'm going to wait till the end probably to lock in, and then I'm going to like in a panic for a little bit, do some changes, then reload. I already I already see it happening. Um, I still think it's a good idea because you never know. People get busy. I might do it as a mod check because I mean, it's. I guess it's still probably valid. The only difference is the consequence is much different. If you didn't do it before, you got locked entirely out of GAC and just completely screwed yeah. for the week. Like enjoy your nothing. Now, if it happens, you're just like, oh, Darth Vader isn't modded. What now? But at least you still get to play. At least you still get loser crystals. Yeah, that's true. No, but man, I don't know. I'm still scared of the system, though. <laughs> well, yeah, it was such a sensitive thing there for for the longest time. But okay, very very cool. So Tila, we've got we've got a little bit to talk about today. This week, I think, was kind of a slow week. Uh, it was more so CG implementing stuff that they had said they were going to do rather than recently uh, re- recently doing new stuff. Um, but we do. We do have a pretty solid, or we've had for a little bit now, a pretty solid data mine showing five new character packs out there. And there's been a lot of speculation as to what they are. Uh, let's just let's just hit, hit right into it. Um, what do you think? Do you think they're going to be something from all one source? Do you think it ships? What do you, tell, tell me what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, I keep on going back and forth. I know we talked about it a little bit last week about ships. I, I think that would be an awesome idea for them to do just because now more than ever, ever, we need them to produce more ships. But what if they're getting ramped up for GL? What if these marquees are going to be the ones that are needed for GL? What if they're the resistance hero, Poe and Finn of this new GL? That's what that's what I'm really concerned about. Um I was also thinking, would it be wouldn't it be cool if they just bring out a whole new faction? It's five characters. <laughs> you could just throw them all out. Say it's I don't know, Gungans or something. Nice. Or we, we could finally get uh the Wookiees going. So I'm Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little bit of spoiler of what I what I think or maybe what I want, but what I was thinking was I think that they could 
They can tread pretty close, and I don't think they can do this in five characters. But I'm really wanting to see, and I'm super biased about this because I'm currently playing the game, but I want to see more Fallen Order characters in the game. And when you said Gungans, I thought of them bringing in... Have you played the game? Yes. Okay, so I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm heading to the planet now. But the Kashyyyk, there is supposed to be like Captain Tarful or Chieftain Tarful, right? Yeah, it's my boy Tarful right there. I want him to the game so bad. <laughs> so we we right now we're in a really awkward place, and I get why they did it because they wanted to put in the Grand Inquisitor. So they had they brought in the second and the ninth sister, which is great. I mean, the second sister is arguably the main protagonist or the antagonist, sorry, of the entire game. But it does feel a little weird that there are some really really cool characters that we also just don't have and don't seem to be getting. So I'm I'm almost hoping that the five are going to be from the game. And maybe we can also they can also give us the mantis to ship through that. I'm not sure what be good. faction that would be. Um, but okay, so you, so you gave a few options though. You gave like a new faction. You gave ships. Which one do you want? I, I like your idea of bringing the whole new characters, new faction, new everything to the game. It just spices things up. Um, for the mantis, I, I can see that's being like a smuggler ship. To be honest, I think that would be a good place for it. Kind of keep it in that neutral zone where you can use it in a lot of different fleets. That's what we need, some flexibility and some help, especially for some of these lower capital ships. Do you think, okay, so you drop you drop Scoundrel there, because I guess Greece would probably technically be a, be a Scoundrel, um, the pilot for the Mantis. Yeah. Yep. One thing that I've, I've seen another person mention, I'd be curious how they do it, do you think they could build a whole Scoundrel's fleet? Like, not just, like, a, a few here and there to reinforce, but, like, a whole Scoundrel's new fleet. I don't, I, I don't know what would be the capital leader. That's, that's the only thing that kind of kind of throws me off a little bit. But I think you could do it. We have enough ships that are... I don't think they're under Scoundrel. They're under Smugglers, if I'm correct. I think that's the tag. Uh, well, I think we but, have both. But right, right now, I think the only free agents for Scoundrels, because the Bounty Hunters are taken, is... Yeah. The Ebon Hawk, which I do believe has the smuggler tag. No, I could be wrong there. No, it's cargo ship. Yeah. So that's a scoundrel. And then Lando and L3's Falcon. Because I think those might be the only two free agents. But, so the, there's only one character that I think would fit the the role for a fleet commander for scoundrels. I want to see your idea. Who, who do you think? Who is a pretty notorious scoundrel. Who has a decent armada? Oh, I already know. Hondo. Yep. Hondo. <laughs> and so, for the first time in a very long time, it feels like CG is just giving us or throwing at us things that we've asked for. I don't know if it's for, for lack of content or they're in a lore or what, but we've, for the longest time, we were asking for the two bombers for the resistance in the first order, which didn't really. And then we got them, and like, there doesn't seem to be any angle for them right now other than you know increasing gac fleets to three that's that's a pretty good angle but they finally gave us that and they gave us something else we also really really wanted that we've been asking for and i, I can't remember what it was now it might have i might be thinking of the wampa omicron but it feels like they, they keep giving us stuff that we've asked for uh so maybe maybe honda and a ship are out there but i mean they would need to fill the scoundrel fleet big time to make that happen. Like we're like two ships and a, a new fleet commander is not enough. Who, who else could be in the scoundrel fleet? 
Brill in the in the chat brings out a good point. You can have Dadbot Lando from uh, Episode Nine. He's he's in there. I'm surprised we don't have Lando flying any form of Millennial Falcon in game. I think it, um, uh, that's Young Lando does right. Oh, oh yes, you're right. But that's the Young Fal- Falcon. But if the times that he does something crazy, because in that movie he's not the one piloting. It's Han Solo that yeah. does the the Kessel run. But Lando is the one that legit goes in there and blows up the Death Star in Return of the Jedi. That's true, yeah. And he's and he's there for the Battle of Exegol on Episode Nine. Like that would be awesome. It, and maybe he... we'll get. Um... I haven't watched the movie. No, I was gonna say. Does he pilot uh, the Millennium my... Falcon, or what does he pilot in Episode Nine? The Millennium Falcon. Okay. I, I remember the Revenge of the Sith one, but I couldn't remember what he did in the in the other one. Because the other characters out there too that maybe could count as well, like Zori Bliss. Is that her name? Yeah. Yep. Zori Bliss is up there too. Would you consider her a scoundrel? Oh, definitely. Uh, look what she does in the episode nine. She she's doing some scoundrel things, especially with Poe. <laughs> maybe that maybe that's something we can get them, but I do. As hopeful my end that CG just kind of is giving us stuff we want. I, I think it would it would just put us in the same situation that we're kind of in with Halva right now, which is like yeah. one capital and three or four ships, which is is not really a fleet. Um, no, you know what would be a really cool idea for a fleet commander too. Um, and I was thinking about this the other day. Mando from Mando season one, or was it season one? Yeah, season one. Was it season one or two? Now I'm getting confused. It's Blue been a while. Re- remember the guy from I, I don't know his name in lore, but he's from Sen- Sons of Anarchy. He has that space uh, station with the Twilight uh, brother and sister. You got the Deveronian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. It was. I think this was that season would be cool. One. That's what I'm trying to think of. But I'm not a terror vibe to it, right? And uh, yeah, Matt Lanter like had a cameo appearance yeah that guy but but man that that would be cool but but in reality hondo makes more sense just because like brill brings out in the the chat too he's he's literally in disney or in disneyland and disney world like disney likes that character likes involving that character in some of their bigger stuff Hmm. that's an interesting one yeah but um, bringing it bringing it back to characters, though, I think that's that's interesting too. How would you feel about doing, them doing like patchwork to help some of these factions? So, I really don't know right now because I was about to say, well, they they just got done doing that with Star Killer, but at the same time, they just got done doing the exact opposite of patchwork, which is bringing in the entire Inquisitor team, which isn't even finished yet. So. I guess I would take Patchwork, but again, going back to my original, and this is, I don't, I wouldn't give this 100%. I think it's probably more like we, we get Boba Fett uh, content, probably the most, if I'm being honest. But what I would like to see is I would like to see Patchwork, from, again, from Fallen Order. Like, give us Marim, uh, update the Night Sisters. that would be great. Give us um, Tarful, actually make a Wookiee faction, he can be the leader. Give us... <laughs> You need Saw Gerrera. Uh, Saw Gerrera and Cal. Uh, yeah, Saw Gerrera. I don't know where Saw Gerrera would go, though. Because my idea for him was always to reinforce 
the Rebel Fighters. And that's exactly what Kyle Karn, Katarn did. And Kyle Katarn is great. So I don't know. Where, where would Saw Gerrera go? I think you throw him under his own faction. The way Mon Mothma has her, her Rebel Fighters, you throw Saw Gerrera with the Partisans. They have enough of those characters in there. They have two tubes. Um, he's he's the main one that they interact in with um, Rogue One. You also have that character. Um, I forget his name, but he's played by. Um, oh my gosh, people are gonna people are gonna put me on the stake for this. The same one that plays uh, Wicket. Um, that actor's name. He he he's actually pretty pretty I, infamous in the movies. An actor plays Wicket. Yes, he, he was young when he played Wicket. But then he 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 got old, and he's George Lucas still continued to put in him in the movies. He's actually in Episode One, the same character. If you, I, I have to find the picture, but he's in Episode One in the pod racing scene. But he also Dude, comes in solo. Mark Davis, is that right? Yes, there you go. I feel like such a noob. I should have knew that. <laughs> I, if you feel like a noob, I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought the, I thought the character with the, or the actor with the most like guest appearances was Mark Hamill with the fact that he came back as Darth Bane and also that like little that little guy in episode eight. So no, but he's but, you bested me big time. No, 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 no. It's because I constantly know this guy, his name. I know his history in the movies, and I can't remember it. <laughs> but anyways. Um, he's in there. You also have that one like infamous uh, rebel. It almost looks like a polar bear. You you could fill them out with some of these characters. Even give them a a Borgellet. I think that would be fun too. Give them a what? A Borgellet, the 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 torture from Brody Rook. I'm pulling out too many names today. I was gonna say, <laughs> man, you're going real deep, deep into lore here. But yeah, that it's was. A, Tuku brings up Porkins right now, and that was actually something we get kind of talked about last week about them. And actually, I'm, I'm leaning a little bit into what Emo's saying as well. So you had said something in the very beginning that it could be ships or it could be GL Rex. What about both? Yeah. Oh, gosh. What, Please don't do that to me. <laughs> what if they release a bunch of ships to kind of branch off and make a second Rebel fleet? Like they they give us Red 5, probably not through a marquee. Uh, they give us Porkins, they give us the Radis, uh, or sorry, Admiral Radis and his ship. They give us all the stuff, and then yeah. all that's required for GL Leia. They could do both. Um, they could make the ship, like, just a bunch of ships required for Galactic Legend. If they do that, they're going to need the Tentative um, 4, too. That's, like, infamous for Leia's ship, the one that gets that we first get introduced to in Episode 4, that Vader boards. Is that we, really... we got to have that ship. Would you consider that a fighter ship, though? Like, do they does that have weapons? It it, it has some some. They can make it have weapons, I got, and I think it does have some work. weapons. Yeah, like you got to have that ship too. It's it's a classic for Star Wars. It's the first thing we ever see in any of the movies. So, I, I think if you're gonna go that route of having ship requirements for Leia, you got to have that ship. That's fair. All right. Well, plus she was born on that ship too. You got to. <laughs> I guess that would really come full circle. But yeah, they could they could make it more of a support ship. That that would be interesting. But who who would be the who would be the crew then? Would it be Princess Leia? I I think you make it pilot a uh, pilotless a pilotless but, capital ship. Oh no, the capital ship. Oh, you, I thought you were going to go with the Radis or Radis. Oh, okay, so you're saying that the the tentative to be the to be an actual ship. Okay, that actually makes way yeah. more sense. 
Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, not not a, not a not a capital ship at all. There's no way. Yeah, because Neutron makes a good point. Because that was more the side of the 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 side ships than Nego has. Okay, yeah, that that would work really well. No, I see totally where you're coming from. Yeah, it was a Corvette, so it's somewhere in the it's somewhere in the middle turn. But I could I could see them putting that in because they they mess around, uh, they mess around with the with the sizes in game. Like, had Bane and Razorcrest are roughly the same size, or Xanadu Blood, those ships are not at all the same size, like, model to model. So they can probably make that work. Yeah. And and then Rayrock brings out a good point, too, of Corvettes. And speaking of Corvettes, what if they give us a Hammerhead Corvette? I don't know what it would do in-game. Maybe do damage to the capital ship. But, man, that would be so cool if they could really put a kit together surrounding that uh, animation. I was like they originally had a they had a kit design for Grandmaster Yoda that was data mined, and part of his kit description was that he would ability block the enemy capital ship. So that I feel like that's more that's really more what the hammerhead would do. Like it doesn't exactly destroy yeah. it, but it definitely hinders what it's able to do. And most capital ships basics suck. Like they're other than like <laughs> finalizer, they all suck. Like you you never want to click have to click a basic on a capital ship. Yep. Or what if it had a Nihilus ability where you can take out one of their ships? Oh, like Thrawn? Like yeah, like Thrawn, but but as a as a starfighter instead of a capital ship, I think that would be fun. Okay, I can see that. Just right. hammerhead straight into the razor crest. <laughs> no, yeah, that that would work. Alright, well cool. So we have some ideas for new characters, but I think I think CG would be dumb, and I don't think they are in the sense of making money to not do at least this partially ship. So we'll see. And we yeah. we threw out enough options. I'm sure something will stick. And if not, well, shall absolutely. Us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So how how are, oh actually we have I'm not gonna forget this time. No, nope, that's wrong one. <laughs> okay, I'll get better at this. I promise. <laughs> You're good, man. You're good. This is B1, and here's T-Lo and Calvin with their grand or an experience this week. Hopefully they didn't suck. Roger, roger. There we go. So, T-Lo, how was your week this last week? Uh, this, was, this is the last week uh, of the season. So not only how did you do this last week, but how did you finish out the season? I, I felt good about this week. Um, I just I kind of took everything I learned from the previous weeks, applied it for this one. Uh, round one. Uh, was a fun fight. I got to scout my opponent pretty good, understood what his weaknesses were. I placed a pretty solid defense on him. I think I placed, I'm trying to remember how many GLs. I think I placed three. Um, he just couldn't get past my bottom zone. He managed to get, get through it, but struggled big, big time, and he left everything else. So it was just an easy win. I failed a little bit on offense. Um <laughs> just dumb mistakes, uh, kind of the trend that I was doing this week, but I managed to get the win. That's all that matters. Um, I didn't get the full clear. I got stuck on a, I forget what I got stuck on, but um, oh, it was the ships. I got stuck at the ships and got the win though. So I'm going to be happy about that. <laughs> no, I, I don't feel, I don't know about you, but like, I don't know if your headspace has kind of moved for this, but I don't feel bad at all what I don't feel clear as long as I get the win now. Like I, I'm just completely satisfied. 
No, I'm I'm right there with you. As long as I see that green check after the match, I'm cool. If it can be that red X, I'm gonna feel bad. Okay. Well, sweet. And what about you? How'd your round one go? Round one was interesting. Uh, we had we were up against a guy who had a ton of stuff. He had pretty much a, a maxed relevant roster, I guess we'll call it that. Like he had pretty much everything that you could ever want, but he didn't have like relic seven Tuscan shaman. Like he he wasn't it wasn't a maxed. 11 million roster or anything crazy like that but the he was really really weird because he didn't have any gac omicrons which i know we do run into that um like i've, I've heard of people who've done that before but i've never actually gone against someone who had it so he had everything he was i mean he was pretty high up in the leaderboard i think we were top 1000 at this point but so he was just kind of casually doing what he was doing without any of the omicrons and he actually attacked us first he threw in a few attacks he failed on our really bad Mon Mothma trying to use Emperor Palpatine and Mara Jade. It was just really a bad idea. Um, my my Kyle Katar, I mean, my Kyle Katar isn't even that good. He's like 280 speed or something like that, which is kind of what you're supposed to be. So we ran at 400, and then I'm guessing we just got the turn meter from Scout and then Car stunned everyone, and then they just lost. So he did that, and then we came in, and we were able to... Almost one shot him. I think we failed on one team. I don't remember if this was the one that we failed on Star Killer. We failed on one team. It was either no, I know what it was. It was ships. We I totally and wildly misplayed the interceptor versus negotiator, which, which is really sad because like the, the more we're coming out and learning about the ship, the more it's like impossible to lose with. So completely misplayed that. But luckily, we had scored so high that he was it was pretty much impossible for him to win even with that loss because after he dropped his loss and got enough bad banners he was like six banners out of being able to beat us under with the soft max so we were able to get that win it was a little nerve-wracking because he waited for a really long time but it was like i said as long as i see the green check i don't care <laughs> and those are the worst too when they wait after you attack this i used to hate it when i attack early into the attack phase and they wait till like the last hour I'm like, bro, just attack already. You know what you have to spend. You're giving me a heart attack over here. <laughs> well, a lot of people, they just get into that, into their schedule. Like, and I, I get it. Like, yeah. like I'll, I'll look at a guy and regardless of when his opponent attacks, he'll always attack within like the last two hours. And I think it's, uh, it's probably puts less strain on the game for him, but yeah, it, no, does, it, it, it doesn't help my anxiety. No, I'm already there with you. And especially if I didn't stream, I would definitely do that. I think I really want to say that I used to, to a certain extent, before I streamed. But I remember that I could, I always had to do it within the the final two hours. I could never do it, I could never do it in the last hour. Because if I did it in the last hour, I would just absolutely panic. And it, I, I was fighting two enemies. I was fighting both the opponent and the clock at the same time. So yeah, I could, I can only ever wait the last two hours. It, it wasn't, it wasn't wise to do otherwise. <laughs> yeah that's rough i'm not gonna lie that's a that's a that's a crazy spot to be in especially when you're like sweaty your hands are shaking while you're doing the like, bubble game do that's tough. i could have done this 18 hours ago <laughs> exactly but how was your second match Shilo? uh so your first one you came out with the win i got the win on the uh the round one round two um i pulled up the gac report round two i um i took a fat out 
This one, this one hurt a lot because my opponent did attack before me. I set a solid defense on him. I scouted him well. Um, I think this one, you actually got to see what happened. I failed so hard, so hard on the SLKR. Uh, the decision to take in my Revan and JKL against a um, Qui-Gon Omicron with uh, Jedi Knight Anakin, Instead of using that on the SLKR, I decided to use my own SLKR against their SLKR. And it was a fail because oh, I did not have. Yeah. No, I do yeah. remember this because it was, this was really bad. You, call, you called it too. It wasn't even just that. I don't, I don't mean to rub in your face, but I'm just remembering. Like, you, I think there were like four of them standing or something. Like, like three or four of them standing. Yeah, I was like, Which dang. Not was, good. <laughs> Like you really want no. to have just one character standing if you lose, and yeah, that was rough. Because I was like, okay, if I can take out the sides, I would have been in good shape for a C to clean it up. And my SOKR goes in there. I, I'm trying to remember the exact squad I had. It was all the trash of the first order. Like I had both pilots. I had, um, I think I had one tank, and like Phasma. I don't know. It was bad. But I go in there, cannot take out. I think I took out one character. They just ran the train on me and just absolutely obliterated by SLKR. I go in there with C, and I'm like, okay, I got a chance. I just got to make sure my armor stays alive. I have Watt on the team, too. And everything looks cool. I go in there with a burner squad right before C. The, the cooldowns were perfect. The only thing that I didn't realize 100%, the tanks I took in were not pre-taunts. And because of that, the, the armor got smoked on the first turn. The cooldowns were perfect, but the armor got jacked up, and we could not clear it. I was so sad. Like especially because that, yeah, because any tank can become a pre-taunt with C, but not against preloaded turn meter. Because if they're preloaded, no. then, you know, you're... Your C can have 60 more speed than Kylo. Doesn't matter if he's his percent turn meter in, he's gonna whack him. Exactly. And it would it, it, it was just sad. I maybe maybe in that situation I should have probably just put the tank tech on one of the tanks, let him die, and then reapply the tank tech and just roll the dice right there. It just I I, I got caught up in the moment and it messed me up big time. We ended up getting the loss, even though my opponent didn't even get the full clear. And those ones are the ones that hurt the most, where you have the clear layup, and you just can't seek it in. You just blew the layup. It was bad. Oh, yeah. Uh, before we do continue, I do want to thank JJ Productions Twitch for rating. We got a party of 14. Really appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you. Hopefully, you're still here to hear the thank you. If not, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it. No, but yeah, those are, those are the, the ones that sting the most, where you, you played really well, maybe for most of the match, and then you get up to one, and you're like, and you lose something that probably wasn't necessary to lose. Those hurt. Those, Exa those hurt the most. Exactly. Those. Yeah, and it's not like I didn't have the teams to get through it. It was just a matter of picking the right teams, and that's where I failed. I could have easily went in there with the SOKR on that um, Qui-Gon and got the win as well. But what one mistake cost me the whole batch. Tough, tough. Well, and, and that's really how the new JAC structure is with – putting or always putting you up against people 
who are at your same skill level, whether that because of the roster or because of the way they play or their mods or whatever. These are people that should, like all these matches in theory should be close. Yeah. So unfortunately one battle matters a lot now. Exactly. It was bad. And what about you? How'd your round two go? So this one was this one was almost weirder than our opponent having zero JC Omicrons. He had ten. He had, oh, man. Yeah, he had 10 JC Omicrons, <laughs> which I didn't even know there were 10. And then we started to point out all the crappy ones that he didn't have. And we're like, oh, there's like there's like 14 JC Omicrons right now or something stupid like that. It's, it's a very big number. So going in, I, I immediately knew, like, and he also had I mean, the rest of his roster was stacked too. So he had a fair amount more teams than we did. But he was, I don't, I don't, I could, I could look up his attacks, but he was just really sloppy. He he didn't really have his counters down. He was taking in stuff that was either heavily wasn't even overkill. It was just bad ideas. Like there there are some teams out there that yeah it'll win, but you're not gonna get like it's not a good trade. Like the one the one fight that sticks out that I see a lot of people do is SLKR versus CLS. Like this is a that's a really bad trade. You're trading a Galactic Legend, and most yeah. of the time when I see people do it. They either they have to take in the max squad, and there's only like three or four of them left standing, and they're missing all their health and protection, or they're missing health and protection, or they take in a junk squad and just lose. Like I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how many times I've seen people take in an SKR junk and lose to CLS. That's tough. But anyway, so he he did a, he made a bunch of moves like that, and that was really great for us. And he even failed. He failed on yeah, this was really weird. He failed bad batch against crew. Which is really hard to fail. I don't know what he did. I have no idea what he did. It wasn't a timeout. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a a glitch or whatever. He actually just lost. It. I have no idea how that happened. And that what, what, what was on your crew team? Uh, it was just your sta- standard crew Hux, lobster. It was the it was the good team, but okay. bad bat should chew right through that because Hux starts with advantage. So Echo rips it off, and then it's just a home run from there. Huh. That had to be a really, really bad misplay then. It might have it been a straight up misplay. He might have opened with the wrong special and then first order just ate him. I don't know. But uh, he, he left us quite a bit of a leeway. And then we had to play it really, really, really close. We had to pre- play it really close. And we ended up winning. This We lost in a Starkiller battle for the first time. And then we beat him by like eight banners. It was, it was really close. Like every, every single thing counted. Jeez, that's crazy. Hey, but you got the window. Eight banners is eight banners. That's good. No, yeah, I don't, I don't care. As long as the green check mark's there, doesn't matter to me. <laughs> exactly. And then he had 10 Omicrons, too, for GAC. So that's that's a big plus. Those Omicrons really just tip the scale sometimes. Yeah, and I'm, I've been thinking about this more and more because I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit of a stockpile of them. I'm just trying to think through them. Like I'm, I'm really gonna start. Even though our my guild isn't super TW focused, like we don't, we only really require like one TW Omicron. I'm even thinking of doing some others, just because like I don't want to put on these bad ones. Like I don't. No. I don't want to put on. Sorry, Princess Leia. Like, not about it. But <laughs> anyways, uh, how was your third and final round? So you're one and one going into this. All right, and then third round, I go in there and again. This is three in a row that my opponent does not get the full clear. Um, he actually he actually messaged me. He knew who I was. He like knew the guild that I'm in because I'm in port now, 
with um, with Go Cubs, Go Go um, Cubs, Cubs and uh, oh my gosh, Cubs yeah, fan got on. the whole JC Lab crew in there. <laughs> yeah, we got we got all we got all sorts like, of content creators still in there. there. I don't think so. Okay. Um, I know, yeah, but we got a couple, a couple people in there. So he he knew the guild. He he, um, he knew who I was too. He attacked first right off the rip. I think within the first couple of hours, the GAC opening, and um, and he messaged me that he got stuck on a dash squad. Uh, he said that he went in there. He underestimated it because I put it in the back zone, and um, and then he just didn't have anything to get it cleared because my dash is Omicron, and um, and pretty fast too. At that time, I had him running around three fifty five. And um, who else did I have on the squad? Vandor, I had L3, Boba, and Dengar. So you got a couple AoEs right in there. You got ability blocks. So it just caught him up. And so I went in there on offense. I knew exactly what he was going to place. He placed the basically the same thing he did the week prior. So I already had mapped that out. So it was just a matter of doing the battles that I already kind of wrote down and checked out. And uh, we one-shot everything. Uh, except for ships, <laughs> I don't count ships. <laughs> well, no, no, yeah, especially going into this. Um, we we we've already talked about, so we don't need to rehash. But yeah, going into these next three with three ships on defense, it's going to become even harder to do that. I think I knew. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that this this player's name? I think I remember seeing them talk about this in one of the servers. I have. I have still have the message. Cool. Yeah, they're awesome. But just being in there, I've learned so much already. I got a question. I just write it down. I'm like, hey guys, uh, Spurfect. Spurfect. Hmm. Spurfect was his name. Really cool guy though. Like, didn't give me no salt like the other guy like did um, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I've seen more of those too. Not not from you, but like people just like making personal attacks against people. I'm like, what are you doing with yourself? Like, you lost. <laughs> Chris, Stop being crystals bad. Crystals will make you do stuff you ain't you don't want to do. So dumb. <laughs> All right. And what about yourself? How'd your uh, last match go? My last season? match, it 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 was it was crazy. Um, so we attacked first. We att- we championship attacked- round, right? Yes, the, this this was for first. And if I won this, I would have landed in like the top five, at least the top five hundred, maybe like the top four three hundred, pro- near Jeez. to where like the highest I've ever been, which would have been cool because there's awesome more crystals in the top five hundred, I think. But anyway, yeah. so we went up against this guy, and he was just really stinking smart player. Again, lo- completely loaded roster. But on top of this, like he he was very very smart. Not just in his offense play; his offense play was decent, but his defensive play was really good. So I was looking through this guy's history, and he takes SLKR on offense every single match to beat pe- to beat people's Lord Vader. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, if he's scouting me at all. He knows I don't even have Lord Vader, and Esselkar is going to be on the back wall after he puts, you know, yeah. the normal. He, he always places, I think, Lord Vader, JMK. It was, I think, it was Ray on the front wall. So he always places those on the front wall. That's normal. He's always done that, but he never places Esselkar. I'm like, if you had like half, if he even scouts me a little bit, he's going to know that's a good idea. So sure enough, we break through the the front wall, one shot all those teams, whatever, and in the back is not only Esselkar. But SLKR with Darth Revan and Malak. <laughs> okay, I know this fight then. <laughs> so, this, so this was a little bittersweet, uh, but it's so number one, I didn't I didn't want to see SLKR, period. But it was good because he put Darth Revan and Malak with it, which meant it was susceptible to troopers, 
and Janet Revan and Janet Luke really didn't have a shot because because the um what was I gonna say? Hux, if it's full first order, he's he shuts down troopers. But when Darth Revan and Malik shoved in there, I'm like, all right, this is free real estate. We had, and we I don't know if you're on the stream too, but we had to do a bunch it, it took us like a half hour to get to the fight because we just kept Jeez. testing to see how SLKR's AI was gonna react to the to what we we're gonna do with troopers, and we ended up taking them in. Everything went really well. We weren't able to do it perfectly. We still left SLKR stand, but we killed Malik, we killed Hux, we killed Darth Revan. And we got it to a point where Cam and Basla just came in and smacked him over the head. We did have to spend eight battles on a Qui-Gon Jinn team, which that was very painful for me, but I think that was very fun for everyone else, so I guess that's okay. Didn't you say that Qui-Gon um, team was pretty juiced up? Yeah, so this is this is a pretty popular strategy. I don't like it for myself, um, but I do I do get it for most people where they they just chalk up their whatchamacallits all the way up to the top. Uh, their their Jedi speed. Anakin, yeah, their speed all the way up to the top. It wasn't really a great strategy. I I, I would never do it because people would just throw in a soul SLKR against it and then I'm hosed. Um, but it was a lot of people enjoyed it. A lot of people enjoyed it. So, <laughs> hey, at least you got through it though. That's that, we did. Even doing that, that's tough though. Eight eight battles for one team because sometimes you can just you get overwhelmed. You get a little bit like disheartened. Like that that's dope that you actually got through it though. That, that that was redeeming that we actually did get through it. Otherwise, that would have been a very sad note. Like, I put eight teams in Qui-Gon Jinn, and we're going to walk away from this losing. It, exactly. it, was, it was very nice to see each one of those characters fall. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so we, we lost that match because, again, the guy was really good. He His defense really wrecked us. I think it put us like 150 banners below Softmax or something stupid like that. And he struggled a little. Like, he struggled a little on his offensive, but he did... He did way he did significantly better than we did, so he won that one. So we ended two and one, only top thousand this season, and we'll we'll see how we go we go from here. I think I think this first week I'm going to get destroyed. Uh, I think I'm probably going to go zero and three because I'm I'm this close to having Lord Vader, but I don't have him yet. So I think I think my roster progression. And we'll get to this um, in a second, but it's been nothing. I think a lot of people have gotten more stuff, so we'll see. Uh I like how you say only top thousand. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Though still, man, top thousand. That's the goal. That's the goal for me right now. Trying to get into that top thousand. I don't know if I can do it, but maybe. Well, that's that's kind of the new model for this game because it used to be streaks. Like streaks was the big deal. Like, oh, I yeah. went twelve and twelve, which it was super cool at the time. But now that everybody's essentially guaranteed to lose, it's all leaderboard now. Like, how high can you get? And I've I don't. I don't know if I've decided on goals for myself yet because yeah, I don't know because I, I, the highest I made was three sixty five, which is a fun number to hit. But I don't know if it's realistic for me to be like, all right, I want to hit top three hundred. I just don't know if that's realistic right now. So we'll we'll give it time. No, oh, you got this, man. Look look how far you've gone. Enough only four GLs. Like that is absolutely like absurd. Yeah, we I, hopefully having the fifth one will help just a little bit. Uh, but that being said. We're gonna, let's look at roster progression a little, little bit. And this is actually T. Actually, you came up with this, so I'll I'll let you take the take the lead on this one. Uh, I I just thought about a question. I think it would be a good one, especially going into a new season. Um, if you could upgrade any character that's either not upgraded on your account right now, or that you wanted to upgrade a little bit further, what would it be and why? 
So this is, I have a really, really weird answer for this. So I feel like the cheap answer is just to say, like, who, who's, like, eighth brother. Like, eighth brother, just because that eighth way brother. I would already have him knocked out of the park for whenever the Grand Inquisitor comes. He would already be ready for for the requirement. He, I could probably use him somewhere. Like, that, I think that would be the smart choice as far as, like, long-term going would be. But the one that I would want to do would be Scare for Evil Pathfinder. Ooh, that's a good one right there. That, that's a really good one. I didn't even think about that one. Try to get that ship up. How's your Biston? Oh, he's crap. Both of them are. Uh, but that would be... Th- this would be motivation to actually work towards that ship because everything that's like halfway decent in the game on ground, I already have a little bit going into them. Like my my Genonite Revan, he's R... Like, Genonite Revan is great, but he's R1. Like, I wouldn't want to take... Gen- like, oh, let's max out Genonite Revan and just get seven free relic levels. What I would like to have is a character that I have literally done nothing with. My Scare the World Pathfinder yeah. is like gear seven. If I could jump seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, relic seven, that would be great. Because he, I think he's going to give me the most bang for my buck if I can immediately max out one character. And then Neutron, neutron Bomb brings out a good point. You would save yourself all those carbonates, which and, and, is 100% true. That's exactly, that's exactly why. Because I think from a resource manager perspective, a character that's useful that I have not put any work into would, would be him. Um, so, yeah. And, Weird and then especially with, the, especially with 3v3s too. Yep. Um, I, I, I always like that team with Ray and him. I always thought it was a cool mechanic that he's constantly being brought back to revived. It, it, it makes up for a good if Ray versus Ray, if you were ever going to do that. I know you don't have Ray, but like if you get Ray, I know that was <laughs> not, a, no shade, no shade. That was a lot of people <laughs> no saying for, uh, I think it was Ray cat because he'll annihilate yeah. uh, Pathfinder and Pathfinder will just hang out, which is an interesting idea. I, I don't know if I would actually find any use from on the ground, but emo says it here. Like rebels are, I think, I think we could say they're top five fleet right now. Oh yeah, if you got maybe, a decked out rebels, because they're not as, they're not as good they, as negotiator, they're not as good as executor. They're probably on par with finalizer. Finalizer, yeah. So they're they're somewhere between third and fifth. Malevolence is third if if everything's working the way it should be. Yeah, right now, it's <laughs> right now they might be in the third spot to be honest. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's somewhere in there. And, and you know what? For me, oh, I was either... third. I'm an idiot. Oh, Empire. Yeah. Well, both of us are. <laughs> we didn't even think about that one. But anyways, uh, still for a really me... good fleet in a, in a game that needs six fleets. So good enough. Oh, definitely. And, and, it, and it gives you that, that like you said, with three fleets, that, that character is at a premium. I know for me, I was thinking about mine. Mine would probably be Gar. Gar oh. or uh, <laughs> or uh, uh, Super Commando for like the same I need, reason. I need I'm both guessing? for the same reason. I need Gauntlet up there. <laughs> but uh, if I, you know what, I was thinking about it too. It wouldn't be a bad idea if you picked the ship, just because these characters at least, at least they're. If you don't have any stars on them, you can get them get them with double drops. Whereas Fleet. It's single drop, and I, man, I hate farming for fleet. So maybe it would be one of these ships that I don't have, like the shuttle. I'm missing about like two shards, so or two two stars. That would be a good one too. But Gar, with Gar's my choice. I want that ship. 
I was like, I would definitely, I, I would have to do, as it stands right now, I would have to do characters. I couldn't, there's just not enough on a ship to max out. The The ship stats are so heavily dependent on the pilot. I, I would have to do characters right now. And, and gear sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, oh, I mean, relic levels suck. <laughs> but I need that ship. I'm, I'm really trying to get that one up, trying to get the the tie advance to make that empire fleet at least a little bit viable for me too especially going in there with my game plan of trying to kill two uh, fleets not not three i need to have some of these fleets a little bit more beefed up to be able to do that (laughs) ray rock says fleet harder (laughs) i do well even (laughs) even with my strategy of like going just full defense it i theorize that it's going to work great for two or three months but once they start adding ships, more ships, and it actually becomes viable to take out three ships on offense without having to take executor on offense, then I'm going to be in trouble. Like, I'm going to actually need to have some of these holes, not maybe not all, but some of these holes are going to need to be filled. Biston is one of the holes. RH Vader is another one of the holes. R9GK is another one of the holes. Like, they're, there's, there's a lot of holes in my fleet, and right now I'm just going to go heavy defense and call it good, but that's only going to last so long. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to make changes at some point. Yeah, you got maybe a season or two is what I'm thinking of heavy defense uh, before they introduce something and before people start getting it farmed up or some of these characters a little bit boosted. Um, I I actually put out a video on that topic because I was talking about the zones because I've I've been hearing a lot of people talk about putting heavy emphasis on the top zone instead of the bottom zone. I personally think you stay that bottom zone because (laughs) if you don't, you give them so much information. Uh, especially if you go heavy defense. And then I talked about a little bit about the heavy defense like we were talking about. I, I think it's the best strategy that we're going to come up against. Because if you go heavy offense, you take all your heavy hitters, you put so much pressure on yourself. And then if you kind of do an even play, you're, you're still allowing the person that goes heavy to, to still be in the game. And at the same time, you're going to be stuck there with some heavy hitters on your side. You're probably not going to clear if you get lucky, you probably get two of the three, and your opponent's basically going to be doing the same. Yep. But the only difference between the person that goes heavy defense is I'm already planning on a heavy defense, so let me hit the lowest one first and then the second lowest instead of going for the top one, which the opponent's most likely going to do because that's what they game plan for. And we'll, we'll have to see how the meta shifts out too because if it starts yeah. out and everyone is now taking executor for the mirror then this might not be the most ideal. But even then, like, if they take executor for the mirror, then I can probably full clear with Rebels, Finalizer, and Malevolence. Like, those three will probably work if they don't put executor down. Like, I, I can probably make that work. The, the only thing, though, is the Malevolence not working correctly. Yeah, that's true. If Malevolence worked well, correctly, well, then I, I say, yeah. Let's say Empire, Finalizer, and Rebels. Like, I, I, if they don't put executor down, I think we can make that work. Yeah, and, and honestly, I still think, like you said, you still have a chance to do it, even by putting the heavy hitters on on defense, mm-hmm. depending on what they place. It's it's going to be interesting. We'll see how this first week goes. Watch me get raffle stomped by, by, because of fleet. Well, it might not even just matter. Like uh, everybody might just go heavy defense. Fleet becomes a non-factor, and then we just lose on ground. <laughs> yeah, th- that too. That that and that's why I'm saying I'm, I still think the I don't know how you feel about that but I still think the bottom zone is the one to protect that you want to go heavier defense and pull out those counters instead of the top. I think in Kyber one you still need to treat you still need to treat it as what it is it's a trap 
Yeah. Those two walls are the trap. And Kyber 1 and Kyber 2, probably maybe just Kyber 1. Pretty much if you have six or seven fleets, then yeah, you should be doing that. But there are there is a group of people in like Kyber 5, Kyber 3, just depends on your roster. They legitimately do not even like... Like I say that my fleet has holes. Their fleet is missing like entire pieces. Like I was talking... That's someone, true. Someone commented on my YouTube video about... He's in Kyber 5 and he has five capital ships. <laughs> like, what do you do? Oh, so for that player specifically, it makes a lot more sense for you to be putting your, for you to be protecting your top because you're at such a wild disadvantage there where you might be able to make up for it on ground, depending on what your GLs are. You might still have it, but you could get totally screwed if, if you're only able to set two and you're also not full clearing them because your ships suck. I, I could see that guy. It's more beneficial to protect the top. No, definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely see it like that. I think I was viewing it as a Kyper one mindset, even Kyber two. But if, you, if you're going to give them free holds and free banners, then yeah, I would clear the top, especially if you're similar right, character wise, then, yeah. then yeah. But if they outdone you, and you got pretty much the same ships, definitely bottom. The, just because if if you don't, you give them so much information to play with. And there's only certain combinations you can do in fleet. They, they know either you're going to go heavy, light, or medium. There's only three options, whereas characters, you've got so much more options. Well, and really with fleet, the big the big question is, is, that, is their executor going on offense or defense? Because the rest yeah, of Yeah, that's them, basically. Every, every capital ship, except the executor and you know it still has its mirrors is pretty reliably one shot it's pretty reliably one shot the executor is the only thing like if you don't take the mirror you're there's really no guarantee like you are at a minimum gonna have to two shot it which again with the way that things currently are pretty much means your host yeah no definitely um we also got a question in chat talking about the malevolence bug um uh, asking if it's a really a bug or an RNG. Uh, it's we we have confirmed footage. It's a it's a bug, or we don't know if it's a bug, but we know that it's performing worse than it was before they updated it. So this might be the way it is forever. It might be the working as intended, but how good it was before and how good it is now is different. the The main thing that is happening is the vulture droid that is coming back is not assisting almost at all, or it's dropped heavily. And there's even I mean, I if you want to go check it out, I've got to pimp my stuff here. My last YouTube video where we used no, it was my last one. It was the it was the first one of this week, so it was match ten. You can find it. It I did a malevolence mirror match, and in that mirror match, I had eight chances to assist, and I think I assisted twice. My opponent had eight chances to assist. He assisted all eight times. So it it seems very much like something is not exactly right there. It could just be RNG everyone's kind of feeling a difference somewhere there. So again, I don't know if you what you can go as far to call it's bugged, but it is certainly performing differently than it was before. And, and it seems like it's more on the offensive end than the defensive end too, yeah. where if you took it on offense, you feel the effects defense. It feels as normal as it did before the change. So, um, Also speaking of bugs too, uh, the Hodo. That that's something interesting that we should probably let everybody know too. That is fixed though. They did they did say Oh, they did fix yeah, it. They, they were, okay. that was the hot fix earlier today. And it's good because the way they worded it, it sounded like it would have been a thing in GAC too. 
Oh no, that would have been bad. And if you guys don't know, it was basically if Hodo got to the point where she crashed into the other capital ship, you go in there with your next fleet and you it would just continue spinning. You would be jacked and there's no way to get through it. That yeah. would have been bad in GAC. <laughs> no, I mean, it would have been because, it, I mean, you magnify the issue in TW by 50. Because, yeah, like, oh, I don't want to, like, discredit TW because it's it's a very important game mode. But you, I don't know how many guilds there are, but there's 50, however many guilds there are, there's 50 times as many players. So it would have been, it would have been a much larger upset, I think, if it, if it would have happened during GAC. Especially if we were screwed into all three rounds with it. Yeah. No, that would have been super, super tough. No, it would have been. All right, but let's go ahead and uh, let's get to our leg day here. Let us right. talk leg day. Important it is. How do you think I jump so high at my age? All right, so Taylor, we talked a lot about ships. Uh, did you work on any ships this week? Getting ready for this next um, I, season? I actually did. I put some gear on to Second Sister. Um, I unlocked the ship, got it all decked out, just trying to get her to G11 before lock. I don't think I'm going to make it, though, which feels kind of sad, <laughs> but I'll have her for next week, though, for sure. Well, even um, just having then, the reinforcements, it is, it, it's helpful. Yeah. But the one thing I did, I did upgrade in ships. What did I do? Um, I started on Gar, too. So I, I got the ship up, uh, worked on the characters just a little bit, unlocked them, trying to see where I'm at. I haven't really applied gear yet. I'm waiting uh, just because I do. I am in the middle of getting Starkiller. So I got a couple of those characters I'm working on. Got Mara to G13. So that was a big plus. So I'm one character away in Talon. And Talon is at, I want to say, 52 out of 100. So I'm right there. So now I'm in horde mode trying to save as much gear. Oh, yeah. So I'll have him maybe like midway through the next season. So I'm just trying to just keep as much gear as possible, trying to get those Zetas, Omicrons too, at least one Omicron, <laughs> which I'm a little tight on right now because of Wampa. But, um, but yeah. And also worked on Nihilus a little bit too. So in between trying to gear and star these other ones, I want to get try to get Nihilus to at least G13, uh, just to help me out with a couple of these counters to either Iden to Dash. Um, having a G12 Nihilus kind of hurt me last season. Uh, what what specific fight? Like, were you trying to use him? And Dash? what about you? Yeah, Dash. That Dash was the one that I was trying to go against, and he just had no survivability. Um, and it just seems like every team is is just hardwired to go after Nihilus first. And G12, he would just get absolutely wrecked. Yeah, you really my Treya and my Scion are pretty good. They both fight R5. Yeah, so you really need the defense from what? him. You really need the defense from for Nihilus, because he has, he has a pretty good stacking health mechanic, but if they're still shredding through you no matter what, that stacking health doesn't get you very far. Exactly. I'm seeing these dudes with relic ones just take hit after hit after hit. And mine just like, they look at him and he dies. So I'm like, no, we got to change that. <laughs> and what about you? What, what are you working on right now? Honestly, nothing. 
Uh, I just finished the Lord Vader Rex, which is, you know, that, that within itself was a pretty big deal. I started farming tickets today, uh, and I think I have it timed out. I have it timed out so that I will get him right before it's it the next GAC week hits. So he's currently non-existent, but I'm in the same situation as you are. Like, I, I need gear. I need, and more, more importantly, gear, I need Zetas. I am... Mace made me so yeah, me Zeta too. poor. Like I had, I, w- I had it lined up so that I was gonna have like all six ready for Lord Vader, and then Mace hit, and I was like, I want all of these, and I'm gonna use these for you know weeks before Lord Vader. I even get Lord Vader, so I went and applied all three. A smart person probably would have only applied one or two, uh, and left the third one, but I I slapped on all three, so now I'm very likely going to unlock Lord Vader and only have three Zetas to give him. So. I'm not sure how big of a deal that's going to be because I also won't have the ult, but yeah, so he'll, he'll be ready for next week. That's the main thing I've been doing. I don't, Oh, I did. I took ISC Imperial super commando up to gear 11 because that's where I needed him to pump my, what's, what's it called? The gauntlet up to like 150 speed. Cause end all, I think end was saying that 150 is like the magic number for him to get ahead of I think it's rebels. I think for for the Empire fleet to defend against like really good rebels, he needs to be at like 150 or something like that. So I went ahead and took him yep. up. I don't think I really did much of anything else. Like I gave Mace's other Zeta. Yeah, because Wampa, I did I did that a while ago. Yeah, it's, it's just Lord Vader. Um. Yeah, and, and shout out to Endel too. That video about fleets was absolutely amazing. I was listening to that at work. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> and that, that's uh, but one I, that, of those videos that is going to be consistently good for, for months. Like, the, oh, yeah. It, it's going to be a point of reference now. Exactly. you got a question. You're probably going to rewind back, have that in your favorites. Definitely. That's the whole reason I want to gar uh, because of that number to get trying to get plus rebels. So as soon as you said it, it made me smile. <laughs> no, because I was looking over. Because I actually have, I've had gar relics ever since Maul came out. Because I needed a fifth, and like he was okay. Um, he still is okay. Like, I mean, he's bad, but there's not there's not a better fifth right now. So, yeah, I, I still have him for that. But yeah, so he was at relics, and I was like, all right, ISC, you don't take Cairo, so let's see how far I can get you. So I went ahead and just pumped him up. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice, that's good. See, I'm, I'm gonna try to get there soon. Is that'll be my little project right between trying to go for Lord Vader, and hopefully by then Bad Batch will um, be on double drops, which I think they're close, just because that pack came out today uh, oh. for that 1999. <laughs> so I, I imagine that they have to be close for double drops for them to put out another pack like that. No, I think they are. I think it's coming up on it because they hit before the show actually did. Yeah, I want to say it was like April, March was, um, well, Hunter was the first one. Hunter was the so, first one, yeah. So if that happens, hopefully I can stagger it to where I can focus one really, really hard and then finish that one up, get the next one up. And um, I, that that's pretty much the only thing holding me back from Lord Vader. The rest of the, the characters I do have at seven stars is just a matter of rounding up their, um, their relics. Okay, cool. Yeah, but it seems like we had the same same game plan going into this, trying to beef up our fleets yeah, in preparation. I, I was just trying to see what I could do, because there's a lot of stuff that I would like to do with my fleets that I just can't. 
Like, I can't give Vader R8. Like, I would love to be able to do that to make him yeah. consistent against these R9 negotiators. I can't, what else is another thing I can't do? I, I can't give um, Scarecrow Pathfinder 500 Carbontes. But, like, I, I was able to give, I think ISC needed a few stun cuffs and a stun gun or something like that to get to gear 11. I'm like, I can do that. That's fine. Yeah. No, no, I'm right there with you. Uh, fleets are becoming more important. I'm biting the bullet, even though it hurts a little bit. <laughs> That's good. I like my. Yep. All right, Tilo. Do we do we have anything else we need to cover? I don't think. I don't have anything on the official agenda. But did you have anything else you wanted to mention? Um, last thing, maybe uh, modding changes. Anything you did change differently in your roster oh. going into the season? Actually, yeah. No, I changed a ton of stuff. I, I I've changed so much stuff. I made a video on it. It's it's up on YouTube. There were, I noticed that I still was using a lot of old speed. A lot was very focused on the old speed meta, so I changed around like ten different characters. Uh, I, I did. A, I made a lot of switches, primarily revolving around speed. I made Dash a lot faster. I made Piet a lot faster. I made Darth Revan a little faster. I made Nah Quill was already as fast as he was. Yeah, I, I put a lot. I put a lot of speed on a lot of these newer characters, like things that Omicron's are doing. I took I took it off of a lot of these older characters, like Bastion, Fallen, Thrawn, uh, well, Shock. I, I took a bunch of speed off of them. I, I moved that around to kind of try try to change things. Dash, I think, was the one that stood out the most because I kept running into these either good or bad Dash teams. Didn't matter, but if their Dash was at a certain speed threshold, I was just screwed. So I I pumped them as high as I could. And I'm going to try, I need to do this before lock, I'm going to try to get it set up with, to have Kira and Vet Han in there, so that da Dash will open up with Daze, Kira will apply, then apply Stagger, and then ben Han, Vet Han will knock him down. Um, and hopefully just catch someone by surprise. But I, my, my, my character is still really undergeared. I don't know how far it's actually going to get. So we'll, we'll see. But yeah, Dash is the big one. Piat got a little bit faster. I took who else did I take? I took mods off. I took a lot of mods off of Shock. I'm not. I'm not going to try to do the, the Trooper Shock Lord Vader counter. People with, with Fennec killing so many different bounty or Lord Vader teams. Nobody's leaving really garbage Lord Vader on anymore. So there's, there's really no. no point in that, unfortunately. But what about you? Did you change anything up modding wise? Uh, I did. I did boost up my bounty hunters pretty aggressively. So I'm able to double shot cat even that like two uh, 372 speed. So I'm, I'm able to do that. If anything, I can always shift to Lord Vader, just depending on what I need in that battle. Um, what else? I tried to make my JMK as as much double shot proof as possible. So I so I got um, Padme at 320, and then I also have a 320 um, R2. Just depending on what I need, I can I switch in one or the other. Yeah, depending if I, I want to take R2 somewhere else, but he's still available for me into that squad. Um, what else did I do? Um, boosted up my BAM squad as well. I, 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 I had a fast suit, like dumb fast Quill, but my other characters were kind of slow. So now BAM's in like the 280s. Uh, same thing with IG and the other characters as well. So that's going to help be more beneficial to how fast Quill is. Because if your bam's slow, like dirt, and your quill's fast, it all kind of evens out. You got to have at least a little bit of speed on there. Um, I'm trying to really think about anything else. Oh, my SOKR has changed. Uh, the only reason I did this, too, it's 
probably not the best decision. It's because I'm able to do the, I'm sorry, my little girls are going crazy. My, <laughs> Fennec, Fennec, uh, the Fennec counter to Lord Vader. If I wasn't able to do this, I don't think I would have changed my modding on him. But because I can consistently do that now, and then I got my grief and Mando up too to make him a little bit more survivable. Um, I'm probably going to place him a lot more on defense. So he's super healthy. I think he's 162 health and um, and has tons of speed on him. He's like in the 380s. So so it, it's not as fast like a 390 or, or 590, I'm sorry, or anything like that. But it's going to be affected to some of these guys I'm seeing. It seems like people are pulling more mods off of their old men. I don't see a lot of them at 270 anymore. So I think I can catch a couple people off guard, force them to use a GL there, and uh, really just cause mayhem on defense, hopefully. Okay, cool, yeah. yeah I, I, I've been seeing mixed results because I think TW ends up deciding a lot of the stuff, and I don't know if enough people are leaving SLKR on defense right now to, to warrant people wanting to have old Ben all the way that high up. Yeah, and and that's what I'm, I'm really going to try to take advantage uh, of that squad make them force them to use a gl maybe put even put it in the back zone too make them use all their gls up front and <laughs> peekaboo in the back when you get back there hopefully you have something for it all right well cool awesome awesome oh we'll, we'll see how this first week goes i'm i'm thinking i'm just going to mm -hmm. take an o uh just because my roster has made almost no progression in a week and i was already like uh well what's the phrase where you're like my head my head is barely above water. I'm treading water right now. We'll say that. Yeah. No, I I can only imagine, especially being in your pod in the position that you landed last season. It's going to be tough. Uh, I think you got it though. It'll be You're a crafty stuff. player. They'll, yeah, they'll no, definitely. Yeah, don't most definitely. All right, Taylor. Do you like the pimp before we head out? Um, obviously just the podcast. So anybody wants to listen to it again, that's live in chat. Uh, definitely it's going to be on iTunes, Spotify. I'm trying to put it on other ones. I'm trying to figure out Podbeam. It's giving me some trouble. So give me a little bit of time there. Uh, it'll be out tomorrow. So that'll be, that'll be all set. Uh, my YouTube, my YouTube, I'm actually going pretty hard on YouTube right now, which is surprising for me. I've actually put out daily content since the last Mad Awesome show. So it, a lot. if you want day, daily Swoga content, definitely hit me with a sub and I would appreciate it. So I'm going to try to do that. We'll see how, if I'm able to do that. I got one video in the bank and <laughs> I'm trying to just bank as much as possible on uh, the video end. Uh, TikTok too. TikTok, I make little fun clips. Um, I think my clips are going to get a little facelift pretty soon. So look forward to that as well. Um, and that's pretty much it. Oh, and Twitch too. Got it. Twitch is the main one. Twitch is where you see the GAC action. So and yeah. you all those and you still, just your Tilo Mad 92. What's your, what's your name there? Um, on YouTube and TikTok, it's Tilo Mad Space um, or Tilo Space Mad 92. And Twitch is Tilo underscore Mad 92. There you go. All right, well, cool. Yeah, and you guys know I'm oh you might not know. I'm here every 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday and Wednesday for GAC. And then we also do 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday. And I've been 
I'm getting better about YouTube content. We got several videos down out in the off season. I think I have one more that I want to get out before we, we call it a wrap and just go full time into the GAC videos for the recaps. But all right, guys. Um, oh, one thing I keep forgetting. Neutron Bomb, thank you for the sub. You, you did that like a long time ago, and I did not thank you. So thank you for that. And thanks. Thank everyone else for being here. And as always, stay mad awesome.